0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. I remember Fern... I feel like no one
1: remembers that movie. Yeah, Fern Gale was dope. I like Fern yeah, Oh!
0: I, n-
2: I never saw it as a kid. The, I don't think, anyway.
1: The movie that I watched over and over again was The Great Mouse Detective, which was just like a Sherlock uh,
0: Holmes. Oh, yeah. I loved The Great Mouse Detective, Bray. Yeah. I loved that Because it was straight up Sherlock, right? Mm-hmm. Basically? Yeah. I remember that I I I of course. I liked Batman Mask of the Phantasm because it was okay, so yeah, lit. it yeah. was so lit. Al- Al- you guys all know Aladdin's in my top three movies of all time. Yeah, Aladdin's great. Top three movies of all time. I worry now. No, I think it still holds I don't think it is it offensive? I don't know. I don't know. But I love some Aladdin, bro. I don't uh, oh, I mean whatever. And then open this on, I don't know. That's anyway, love the Latin. But also uh, I don't know if y'all remember this. Uh, this one movie, um, uh, uh, Fifele,
1: Fifele, yeah, Ameri- uh, an America yeah, uh, The yeah. Five is the character from an American, yeah. Uh, uh, wait, he goes was west. It? I remember just yeah. like Fifel goes American west. Tale. American, an tale. Tale. American Tale, American Tale, American yeah, yeah, Tale. there West was, was the one that. That's the sequel. I loved that one. That's the
2: sequel, right?
0: Oh, it's a. Oh. Or is that? Or is that the original? That's
2: right, it's a sequel. Mm-hmm. I, I, didn't
0: no, it I didn't even know there was. I didn't even know it was. More too. I loved,
2: two. I loved the Rescuers Down Under. The yes, I never I lo- actually, I never saw the Rescuers. I never uh, saw. The wait, the
1: I thought the Rescuers Down Under was the original one.
2: No, there's a movie called The Rescuers. Wow. And then I, there's The Rescuers Down Under.
1: The movie that I love. Um, oh, I the, Rescuers, the Rescuers Down Under. Do you know The Rescuers came out in 1977? <laughs> really?
2: Yeah. Bob Newhart was one of the main ones, so it's like, of course, it, was, it didn't come out late
1: um, I remember The Rescuers Down Under because that came out in 1990.
0: Uh, can I tell yeah. you the most slept on Disney movie of all time? What's a that? goofy movie. I feel like... I liked a, a goofy movie when it came I, out. I Like this year, this year for Halloween, I am determined to be Powerline. Like I... I I loved a goofy movie in a way that I think no... I have it on DVD still. I, I had lost but it. I don't think it's slept on. But I feel like it doesn't get... Like you people don't... People don't talk about, like, a goofy... Tevin Campbell was in there singing songs, baby. Like, I don't know. It, like, to me, it was like, especially, like, when you... I don't know. He Like, he didn't think he was that cool. And to, like, realize that the girl he had a big crush on, who he thought was, like, super cool, she wasn't that cool either. One, and of, were, the like,
1: funniest, one of the funniest times I ever remember laughing was a goofy movie when he... Uh, there's that guy from... Oh, Polly Shore but not well i don't know if it's possible. No, no no it's no you're guy. gonna
2: say the same thing that is the funniest thing i've ever laughed at it's, i know it's I just the, know
1: the it. dude from the 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 um, he's he's dressed up in a costume uh-huh. from that like uh-huh. you know whatever and then uh wait what is he what's the exact line what's the exact so line So he
2: goes so he goes so <laughs> max goes my life is a living
1: hello little
0: <laughs> that is funny <laughs> that is wait
1: and then doesn't he hit that doesn't he hit that thing and it like and the and
0: his like head spins or whatever or yeah something? eventually he does yeah wait I have a yeah. question <laughs> is this Goofy movie count like is, Goofy isn't black right like people Oh, no, what are you talking about I, mean, I know I, this is my thing because you know Disney they're not a lot of like if you're going to see a person of color in the movies it's like it's not going to be a black person but I always felt like people of color be related to the Lion King and then like Goofy, right? No, wait. Tevin Campbell, come right. Is that, am I the only one who felt like? I don't know. All right, maybe I'm, I don't know.
1: I think the only people who thought that were you and Bebe's kids. Honestly,
0: good one, John. Thank you. That was, honestly, wow. That was a good one. Good one? Okay. No, hear me out. I will give that credit because I honestly was engaged in the conversation and how he did it fit. You know what? Nick, please start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drabilly what more can I
1: say? say, say, what say? It is. Black men can't jump in Hollywood. Black actors, man. man. Black actors. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Black Men Can't, Black can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood said it. <laughs> Robin Harris yeah. grumbling. What?
2: What? No, it's um, it's uh, it's Tone Loke. How do you say his name? Tone Loke. Tone, yeah. Tone
0: oh. Loke. Tone Loke. That's the it's baby. It's him.
2: It's it's the and then and then I was also the that was flies? also the flies.
0: Honestly, James, that was very weird of you. Yeah, that was strange. That was a very weird one. I don't know if I liked it. That was. Uh, I feel uncomfortable, James.
1: Uh. <laughs> uh, okay. welcome uh for those of you who don't know my name
0: is jonathan braylock i'm draw milligan
2: my name oh god i'm still i'm still him i'm still yeah him. we get we it We get
0: it just do it
2: you guys get it because i'm still him did you just say your
0: name <laughs> did you say it did i miss it did he say his name?
1: <laughs> i don't know oh okay. goodness so, well why do we
0: even why do we even try man? on
1: this podcast we review films of leading black actors we talk about them in the context of Hollywood, racism and diversity in Hollywood. I mean, just straight up racism. I usually don't say that, but it's true.
0: <laughs> I mean, we live in a world that people just say straight up racist shit. i on say TV the now, context so. of race and diversity in Hollywood, but this time I said
1: and <laughs> hey, racism, racism in Hollywood.
0: Honestly, good for
1: you. Um, and maybe I said that just subconsciously, because, thought about, was thinking about that subconsciously because we are reviewing uh, the film Bebe's Kids. Mm. Um, which is a 1992 animated feature, uh, and it has the distinguished title of the first animated film in the history of cinema that had an all-black uh, cast. Oh, uh, really?
0: Yeah. I, I will say this. Yeah, don't be surprised by
1: that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess I you're mean, right. the first and maybe like
0: one Last? of the five. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, what other ones we got? Princess uh, and the Frog? Princess and the Frog, I guess. Or, and... Well, that was fun. <laughs> that was a fun moment that we all just had right there.
2: <laughs> there has to be more. There's
0: got to be, right? Not Osmosis Jones. Like, nope. Not that movie. Not the one. Not Shark Tale or Will Smith. Nope. Um,
2: Wait, Osmosis Jones doesn't count because he's blue?
0: Well, no. Wait, what there, a, well, I'm saying what Chris Rock is the lead, but black everyone class. else, like every like the cast isn't black. Like, I think he might be the only. Oh
2: yeah, but then also, is the cast of *Princess and the Frog* black or no?
0: Well, no. Oh you're right. no!
1: Wow, I really yeah, think. Yeah, because if we're really doing way. that, then. Well, this is maybe not all black, but just like majority, majority black? black. Well, the the but I think this, the firefly, cast, this cast was all black, though. I think
0: the firefly definitely ain't black, or
1: for the most part black. Um, this is sad. Anyway, Oof. majority black. Yeah, majority black majority. leads.
0: Yeah, black leads has majority like. Yeah. Of what other farm? what other
1: animated films has black leads? How many like the leads are black? Prison the Frog*. I mean, we have people of color, right? Because we die. we had Coco
0: and Moana. Oh yeah, we had Coco and Moana. Right. But black, but then black. I don't know. It's just like sometimes I feel like Hollywood's like we will get. I'm not going. to say I that. guess you're right.
1: Like a *Shark*, it has like *Shark Tale* and Osmosis Jones*, but they're just it's a fish and a, yeah. a white blood cell.
0: But even then, but he's a black. But it's a but he, they're clearly black. <laughs> But but he's a white blood. But like everyone else, like Angelina Jolie, I think is in Shark Tale, and like it's clearly. I think even in Osmosis Jones, he has his own. But what about where Jordans. we see like black people
1: in animated
0: films? Um, Incredibles, definitely... there was one. Right. Yeah. There's one he's in Incredibles, Incredibles. Mo-
2: and I think one of the one of the kids in Monster House. Um,
1: right. I'm. I'm. Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, you know, and then the dragon and
0: the dragon wait, and the uh, dragon. Oh, Goofy. On. No, I was kidding. Well, there's none in... Wait, right, are, we in, sad are we in like a Pixar movie? First of all, why was Princess and the Frog not a Pixar Fuck it. What are we doing? It was the last hand draw. We hadn't did a hand drawing one in 10 years.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, we uh, talked about that movie sorry. already. We're right. gonna, talking about Baby's Kids. Baby's Kids. It made yes. $8 million.
0: It cost like 10
1: right? Probably cost 10 They don't know how much it really cost, but it probably cost 10 It's based on a stand-up comics... Uh, Stand-up routine. Yeah. And this is the thing. Robin this, Harris.
0: The other thing for people who don't know who Robin Harris is, you definitely know him if you've ever seen House Party. He plays um, Kid's dad in um, yeah. the original House Party movie. So he's legit funny. He passed away he sadly, while this movie was making. Yeah. So uh, Donald Faison, who you also probably know and as. Faison Love. Faison Love, sorry. Faison Love, who you probably know as. Uh, I'm, make, I'm referencing all 90s if you watch, If you watch Real Husbands of Hollywood, he's on it. He's a bigger yeah. guy. He's an elf. Yes. That's he's a the big, boss. He's the boss and elf. He's the boss and elf. And he's uh and Friday he plays uh He's in Friday. What's his big name? Worm. Big, big Worm. Uh, big Worm, Big Worm. He's Big Worm in Friday. Who's He's really funny. He should be way He's great. He he's is. in a lot of movies. He's, he's or he really was in a funny. lot of movies. He's on He's on that um Kevin Hart show right now. Oh, okay. Uh, he's like a He's like a one of the comedians that's one of the cast now, so. He's really good. Um Tone Loke. uh mm-hmm. uh, uh Baby Got Back, you, you know. No, no, no. Sorry. Shit. What is this? Damn it. Uh, Tone Loke wasn't that song. He had another song that was... I'm going to figure it out. Uh, yeah, but... Yeah, I, think, I
2: can't remember what his music was. I don't mo- know him from movies. But I remember hearing his songs.
1: But
0: you know him from Blank Check. That's what you know him from. No, no, no. Yeah, you know no, him
2: from Ace Ventura.
0: No, no, that's what yeah. no, you know him from. no. I know him from Seabear and Jamal. That, remember that on Fox? What? Deanna, yo. Fox used to be so black back in the day. So, yeah, Fox we was. all know, Fox we all know had Martin, they had the John Leguizamo show, but when they did their cartoons in the afternoon cuz you know back in the day cartoons, they had like a cartoon block from like 3 to 5. Mm-hmm. So they had this cartoon called Bear and Jamal. So wow. Jamal was like a kid and I think let me let me make sure I, let me make sure I get it right. And it was a hip hop show. So, let me give you the synopsis. I'm only bringing it up because I think it is relevant to what we're doing. It was an animated show back in 1996. Um, it was this kid named Jamal who had a teddy bear who would come to life and who could like sing and rap. And his name was Sea bear It was the, it's basically, what's, what's so funny? It's basically Ted. It's just uh, Ted. Oh, wow. You're Except right, it's for, Ted. It, it's, it's straight up Ted. But Sea um, bear and Jamal. The thing that made it so dope is that the logo for it was so 90s. It had like the African print. It had the colors and it had like the, the leopard. It was like so black. It's so hip hop that it was. I That's loved funny. it. Um, C. Bear and Jamal. I never get it. All right. Um. Uh. So,
1: yeah. I mean, I don't know what else <laughs> to, to say. Like, to read the synopsis of? We the, should. We should. I mean, it's the. the oh yeah, the whole stand up routine is simply, you know, he he wants to go out on a date with this woman, Jamika, and. But she's like, well, you got to take my, me and my son to Disneyland, and he's like, okay. But then when he pulls up, you know, there are four other, there are three other kids, and he's like, who are these kids? And she's like, Those are baby's kids. <laughs> and he's like, who's Bebe? And he's like, she's my friend. Anyway, let's go, yo. And so we, and Bebe's kids are oh, rambunctious. They're rowdy. They're out of control. You know and they're tearing up the amusement park, you know, and he's also paying all this money mm-hmm. and he's just like, he's got to deal with baby's kids.
0: It reminds me of, uh, if you guys, if anyone's seen the Brady Mac show, which is based off of uh, Brady Mac's bit from, um, the Kings of comedy, which is interesting because if you, if you heard his bit, his bit is definitely way more aggressive and like way more baby's kids esque than how the kids are portrayed on the show. Like in the movie, the little baby girl, like, in I mean, sorry, in the movie. In Kings of Comedy, when he describes a little baby girl, she's a terror. Like and he like she's the boss, but in the show, she's like super nice. Whereas with this comic bit with um Robin Harris, I feel like they kind of keep the kids as close to how he describes them as possible, especially Definitely. the baby.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah, he describes the baby as always pooping when he talks. Yeah, just
0: always. Just, <laughs> I I do my initial thoughts first. Right. I'm the one who forced us, us to watch a, this. A, let's do initial thoughts. All right. So, for people who know, I grew up in Southeast D.C., and the thing is, I remember, I was still pretty young when this movie came out, so I remember seeing it years later on like VHS, I guess, but I remember it because at this point, we hadn't moved out of D.C. yet, and the kids in this movie were hood kids. Like, straight up hood kids, the neighborhood he was in was the hood, the way the old men talk at the beginning of the movie he picks her up at a funeral yeah like they're playing dominoes. yeah they're playing dominoes at a funeral (laughs) they're playing dominoes and they're doing it like in the kitchen whereas like i have been to places where the old dudes or even women will be playing dominoes and spades in the kitchen while the kids would be somewhere else so to me it was like i got this movie a lot and i got it because it's something i think bray you bring up a lot yeah her son is kind of like at first, lame because he's not as hood as everyone else, even though he's still from the hood. And for me, I related to that kid because I was from the hood, but I liked the comics and Batman and shit. And I wasn't, I'd be on the, I like. my mom would let me go outside, but I didn't get to like, people would People would just hang out on the block and sit on cars. Not their car, but they'd be just sitting on the trunk of someone's car just having right. a conversation. And my mom would be the mom screaming at me, get your ass off that car, or don't you, t-. she might not curse me. like, get off that car, don't touch that car. So I was the kid with the whatever. Right. So I related to that kid so much trying to get the acceptance of the hood kids because like right. we all were from the hood but you weren't as hood as them Right. but there were no white people around to be like, oh, I'm not with y'all. So it was just like, where do you go? So right. when I watched, even watching it now again. <laughs>
1: Dave Chappelle actually talks about those recent stand Yeah, he does.
0: Yeah. And it's like, to me it's like, it's such a it's such a weird situation to be in and even watching it now it's like, I saw the movie differently, but as an adult, it's like when they actually talk about the kids, and they make sure that um, Tamika gives him a speech on like who these kids are. Yeah, it's not their fault this is happening to them, because a lot of times when you think about kids in the projects, I, best example, I think about the opioid epidemic and I think about the crack epidemic. How America and everyone else are handling like these white kids in their situation, right. and how people handle. I grew up in the crack epidemic of DC how people handled, like, us. It wasn't the same, man. Right. People looked at us weird. If I wore a hood, like, I used to have and a, not just the crackheads. Not, no, not just the crackheads. I'm talking about just the kids. Yeah. The way people just spoke to us, like, I mean, I, I remember I had a gray hoodie that had purple on it. It was very 90s. It was very bright, but it wasn't hood colors. Right. I remember walking into um, a Kmart, and a woman in the Kmart, uh, my mom let me go to the toy section, and a lady in the Kmart being like, where's your chaperone? What are you doing? Because I was looking at, I mean, of course I was looking at Batman and Power Toys. And I remember her making a big deal of it, and I remember her not leaving. She actively did not leave. Right. Didn't even try to hide the fact that she was, she was she doing was something it. else. Just didn't do it. And when they approached this kid, the moment he walked into um, Funland, I was like, I know this feeling. Like, yeah, you may look a certain way, but y'all judging me before I even do shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. This movie is very silly, so I never gonna get to the silliness of it. But even watching it now, it just brought back of how you we related treat. to it. Yeah, like how we we still treat kids like this, like I what,
1: know, and what did you think of it when you were a kid though? The thing is, I don't it.
0: remember like yeah, yeah, yeah. as a kid I remember liking it yeah. and being like, Oh, this is a dope movie, but I knew it was a hood. I knew it was black. I knew everyone didn't like this movie and I I was very I knew where I watched it, yeah. I was in the hood when I watched it, and I knew it was for people like us. I right. knew that. Um and I knew Robert Harris because of um, House Party. And to me, even nowadays, I think about, I was on the train recently and I'm going to wrap up shortly. But there were like these bunch of white kids and I got off the train and these white kids, two white dudes, young white boys, just ran past me, running their asses off. And at no point did I think, the fuck they running from? But yesterday, I was in the city and these two young black dudes were running, just like running. And I was like, oh shit. And like you saw everyone look up like, what just happened? Right. What did they basically? What did they what did do? They do, and it's like, wow, we <laughs> still do that shit. Yeah, of course. So, I related to this <laughs> this animated movie, <laughs> yeah, in a way that's very yeah, weird, kids. Uh, but yeah, that's why, yeah. I, I liked it.
1: So. It's funny. Like I, my initial thoughts were, at first, I was getting annoyed and upset because I thought this movie was for kids, mm-hmm. and then I realized like wait i was like what rating is this movie and then i looked (laughs) it up and i saw it was pg-13 i was like okay like maybe this wasn't exactly like targeted for children Mm -hmm. though it does have like some animated like things happen like some some of the humor feels like kids humor yeah
0: you know what i mean and some is straight adult and then then but the content
1: is like a lot of the content is Mm -hmm. very adult Mm -hmm. and the movie starts with him like You know, drinking at a bar, like getting drunk, and like, you know, at a funeral home, all these old men, they're like, clearly, like sexually harassing this woman. Yep. Yep. And like, it's just like, I was like, what is, I was like, come on. But the more I watch it, and especially the moment when he goes back to the kids where they live and, you know their mom's not baby's not home their mom's not home. they got no food, they're like sat like their place is a mess like you know it's just like completely run down and stuff and like and like where they live in the projects like like the building they live in is all messed up, right. and there's like people st- stealing, stealing stealing and all this stuff, and you're just like this place isn't safe like you know it sucks like it sucks that they this is how they're going up, and then you're like it completely humanizes them. It was such a great moment in the movie. You know, I was already somewhat enjoying it before that scene even happened. But like that mo that part of the movie specifically made me go, man, this movie is pretty great. Like it's really, it's touching on things that I, I like. It's like, it was like this fun rambunctious, like you see rowdy, like kids being bad. And I realized this too. I was like, why am I so upset that they're portraying these black kids as like, you know, why am I, why is the word hooligan coming up Uh, yeah. or thug, like little thugs or hooligans? Why are those words coming up when I'm watching them run amok around this? I was like, I was like, this hat, white kids do this all the time. All the time. Dennis the Menace, Home Alone, like- the, they're bad kids they're bad kids They're legit Le- bad like, kids. it's like oh so much ma- so many of children's movies are just like little white kids like messing with adults and like doing bad things and like but then at the end of the day like the little rascals like it's like mm-hmm. all that stuff but i'm not looking at those kids going like those hooligans those like freaking thugs like i'm like haha
0: kids well i think I think, you there's know what big, I, mean? I think there's a big difference in just a uh, bit i'm gonna let you finish it's like i don't think especially in america we view black kids as kids right which is why for instance like there's so many cases where kids legit kids are being tried as adults right. because they just don't view like we don't get the it's interesting because how you say that is like i feel like we don't have a chance to have fun and just figure out shit like think about think about one of the, the movie um a Christmas Story, which people consider one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. All he ever wants is a BB gun. Right. That little white boy wants a BB gun. If a black kid touches a BB gun, and we know this as fact, he will be killed. Mm-hmm. We know it. If he if he goes in the store, holds it. We've seen it. If we see him hold, if we see him we've at a bus stop, it. we've seen multiple I've seen videos, footage of it, multiple footage. Child, a child. But I'm pretty sure if it was a white kid with that BB gun, same one you would understand it was well, a kid nobody would have stuff. even
1: called the cops in the first place oh i'm scared of this kid has a gun and I, yeah,
0: yeah yeah sorry guys. i just want no, to say, like, you're right. just don't No, you're right no you're right but i
1: was like i literally like even there's a moment in the movie too where i think the kids are actually portrayed as a little bit like you feel because of the way they're talking and they're rapping and like yes of course like they're a little bit more mature than they would be because it's animated film but yeah. that happens in most animated films mm-hmm. or most movies you have kids like acting really mature even yeah. when they're not you know what i mean like uh and they're kind of being a little mature. and and then all these other kids come and they're all different races but like you know they're white kids too and like when the other kids come there's like an innocent like a pure kind of innocence about them and they're like following baby's kids like baby's kids becomes their leader and they're yeah. like oh these kids are awesome and they're like but when they were doing it i was like I literally I still was I was like as I was watching the movie. I'm like, I'm seeing these children. They're all doing the same thing. And I'm seeing baby's kids differently than I'm seeing all these other kids because of my own conditioning of growing up. But also even in the movie, how other people have been treating baby's kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was like it's a lot. So it's funny. Like there, there are times in the movie where I wanted to be mad. And then there are times where I was like, but why am I? I was like. But no, this is real. Like the, It's like, this the is kids. real life. Oh, man. Yeah, this, this movie is actually much deeper. It, right? It's super deep. It's super deep. <laughs> anyway, that's a lot. I said a lot, James. <laughs>
2: so that was, yeah, I think that that is the biggest uh, thing that I took away from watching it now as an adult and as a uh, film critic. But like, oh, this movie has... So many levels to it. So many layers. So I'll start, I'll start with as a kid first. Oh, uh, First of all, I didn't, I didn't see it when I was really small. I probably didn't see it uh, all the way through for the first time until a few years ago. All the way through. But as a little, little kid, like, I remember everybody, everybody in the neighborhood would always be like, Oh, what's that funky smell? And then insert whoever it is. Is that you? Um, uh, And like um, uh, being called a baby's kid like was like a was like an insult. Um, uh, You didn't want to be one of baby's kids. Um, uh, But then it was and it felt I remember it feeling like uh, as a kid, I remember it feeling like it was a cartoon, but it felt like it was like, oh, no, but that's a grown up cartoon. Um, I, I remember feeling that. So that yeah, oh, and, and it was then, yeah, it was. And for then sure. watching it, and then watching it as a as a kid, I remember it really standing out. Um, that uh, the one the the uh, what's the the main kid's name? The one that's not baby's kids.
0: Oh, the son. I don't even remember the son's yeah. name. Yeah. So
2: the sun, I just Leon, remember the son right? grabbing Leon? his crotch and that being like taboo. I remember that standing out as being, so that's, so that, so that, those are all my kid memories. Uh, as an adult though, everything that you guys are saying, like all of that stuff resonated very uh, strongly for me and, and, re, and realizing yeah, like how many layers this movie actually has, like I think that it's really great and I had a really great time watching it and I'll talk about specific stuff as we go through it.
0: I just want to say something about just the names of these kids. Oh my god! Like the names of these kids are so like Leon for sure, but uh, uh, Lashawn, Peewee, oh yeah, and I can't even pronounce the other one Cahill. I, mean, I can't even pronounce the other kid's name.
2: Cahill, yeah. Leon is the son.
0: Yeah, and this is my. Right.
2: And then
0: uh, yeah. No, I, the thing is about this about this. I uh, was gonna talk about something. Now we're done in this thoughts, is that uh, this movie was to me in the best sense of the phrase, a black film. It was like this movie was targeted targeted to people who don't get to see what represents them on screen or in cartoons. I mean, we sat here at the Code Open and tried to think of other movies that are predominantly black cast that are animated. I mean, I, I mean how hard was that? But this movie right here was made. It was like FUBU. It was made for us. It was by us. And it was like, you know what? It was cool that someone tried it. Yeah. You know, it was cool that someone tried it. Like I don't know how the promotion was for it or like how many theaters it was in when we were younger, but it was cool that this movie existed in the fact that and the fact that, for instance, Robin Harris at that time, because of uh Def Comedy Jam and because of uh what was it? House Party. Apparently he was hot. Like apparently he was hot. He was really was just, hot.
1: They actually apparently yeah, this movie
0: yeah. was supposed to was actually gonna be a. Uh, a, live, action? A live action it should have been was it was gonna that. it
1: was gonna be a live action movie but because he passed away you know they were like well we can't do it obviously but they but um you know the producer who was his friend like wanted to keep doing it and so they decided to turn it into an animated film so uh. they could still do it and i think they wrote it with it because they wanted to honor his bit so like you know pretty faithfully mm. i think they wrote it in mind just thinking that it was for adults and they like then it was asked for them to tone it down uh, so like it could have been actually even like more explicit and then it was toned down but it wasn't toned down enough to be a family movie you know it was still PG-13 and you know you got to you got to realize this is the time like Simpsons are out and like there are so especially like you know the religious right and like mm. the like the MPAA like just like all those like parents like this was still like a a little bit more conservative time in America. So nobody liked the, like people like didn't like the Simpsons. They were like trying to protest it because it was a cartoon that was like, you know, where the Bart was being disrespectful and cursing and and choked by his dad. I remember that. And like, and they were like, Kids are gonna watch this because it's a cartoon, but it's not for the, it's not for kids. Mm. And the same thing with Bebe's kids; they were like, "This movie is terrible. It's a terrible example because you know he's drinking alcohol, and yeah, yeah. you know they're hitting on women, and they're like, you know, there's like sexual innuendo, and and also the kids are bad <laughs> and, as hell. You know, they're bad, and like you know, um, that's yeah. It kind of and I didn't realize why I was starting why they were showing. The clips of his stand up in the beginning, I was like, "This is weird." And then, and then I realized, "Oh, it's because he passed away, and they're kind of honoring yeah, him." Yeah,
0: like, which I thought was so cool and interesting yeah. because it's so funny you said that. It, it would, I think, this would have been a real good. It, even as we talk about, it, I'm like, man, you could make this now; it would be fire. Like if yeah. you made it, and like if you made the kids like real crazy, real raunchy, like this could be such a funny movie. Um, but it's cool because to me, it it did honor him because they kept his best. I love the fact that this animated movie opened out of field, like bro I, the well, of first was, it's
1: like first it's him uh at he it it opens with him in the bar, oh, that's right, the bar. just getting drunk yeah <laughs> like he cute and with a blind bartender which yes. i thought was funny like a mr magoo
0: bartender he was just like that. hey hey man what's going on buddy you you know you gotta tell me whatever i remember that and i just like I, oh man i just love seeing and then, him yeah, at and that table dude yeah that, that the, table the, that folding the table the in the kitchen <laughs> Like it's so funny, I just bought I was my one of my one of my boys back home just got a house and he didn't have like he just moved in, didn't have a lot of stuff. I was like, Yo, let's go to Kmart. I was like, I got you. When to Kmart bought a folding like legit. Almost the same way you see in that cartoon. I got the little square folding table and some folding chairs, baby. It's like, yo, this is we're gonna do all our business right here at this table. And it's like, you don't you don't get to see that, man. Yeah. And like not even not even just outside of a comedy, but to me it's like when you have There's been movies that we have reviewed, some we haven't, that we've talked about how it represents people in the hood. Um, One which we didn't do. And it's like, uh, this movie shows you those people. And it even has one of the characters cast judgment upon them. But you see it change. And you see, like, to me, it's it's so dope to see somebody coming in thinking, oh, these kids ain't shit. They're just hoodlums. Like, they're running around. They have no manners. They don't know what to do, but then learn more about them. And we're doing that in a cartoon. Right. Like when have we done that in live action without some white person going to the hood and trying to save the kids? You know, I liked that the kids were somewhat
1: the focal point too. They yeah. became the focal point of the movie. Um, and they have like this whole adventure. And I was kind of trying to think about, you know, one of the things that like it didn't bother me but there it it, it didn't bother me because of what this film was but i was like oh man it would be cool though to see a bunch of black kids do what like white kids get to do in a bunch of these family kind of kids movies which is they they're like rambunctious and they're funny and they're like causing mayhem but then at the end of the day they're like saving they're like saving something right like in home alone like Macaulay Culkin is like at the end of like he's like a he's a menace you know to his family or whatever but at the end of the day he like saves his home from getting you Mm. know robbed or like you know like the same with like all those other movies they're always like even like the blank check movie Mm. Uh, yeah you know what I mean like it's like he's like he's running amok with all this money but then at the end of the day he's like gonna say like there's always Richie Richie saves the day too Richie Richie saves the day like it's just like you know the kids like save the day like it's like a fun thing and like in this movie, like they, they, they like, I guess in a way, they save the day for like all the other kids. They like free them from like this boring ride that they're all on. But like, there's not like, I don't know. It's not. It's. I, it didn't feel the same in yeah. a way. Like I, 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 know, I there was know. like one of those. I was like, oh man, it would be cool if like they. You they find out they did something great. Like yeah, something like, like I don't hero- know, heroic.
0: If they did yeah. something like outside of themselves.
1: But I like mean, their main, their big thing at the end was just to cause the most mayhem and yeah. like blow up the the world. <laughs> Though uh, they kept dropping these lines of like, I really liked like the subtle and not so subtle jabs at theme parks oh, where yeah. they just like, oh, you're just gonna take you are taking all my money and like, and they have all these rules and oh, like, I loved all that was all that.
2: So
0: good. I loved all that. All that was so good. I I I I I guess we just talk about beats. I guess. Yeah. Since we're in the first, I. Liked How um, Robin And What's her name It's, it's not Tamika Is it It's not Tamika Jamika Jamika How they meet Because I, Robin is Robin, Oh right. Robin is he's the Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's interesting because I don't know I've been around Women from around the way Or as I, I would Normally say around the way And like There's There's a There's a, a Beautiful Vulnerability But also such a toughness And it's so intertwined that it's crazy so the moment that they're at the table she walks through uh because you know because you know women know like i'm about to you're a beautiful woman you're about to walk past a bunch of dudes i feel like you're already gearing up to like like your 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 guards are already up because you're walking right. past dudes and we all know men ain't shit um uh, but when that guy makes that comment they still gave her the moment of that quick turnaround the stank face like Best stop playing with me. And to me, like that felt very authentic to the women that I know. Right. Like that feels yeah. very authentic. Like, to, yeah.
2: That look had so much subtext. Like at a funeral, at a funeral, like she, yeah. she was saying all of those lines, even though she didn't say those lines, you know?
0: <laughs> but it, but it, feel, but that feels real. That feels like if I was to approach somebody like here in the streets or if someone, like again, my family's mostly women and they're all from DC, that's how they, that's how they would treat you. It's like, who are you talking to? Right. And I like that even when, he finally chased after her. Like, you know, she was flirty, still wasn't a complete pushover at first. And even when she got in the car, there's a moment where she slams on the brakes. And she's like, "What? The, what is all this you talking? Because he's like, why are you giving me a ride? You don't even know if I'm a uh, murderer or something. And then she jams on the brakes like, are you like. <laughs> you trying to tell me something? Yeah, you, yeah, like legit. And I'd love that that moment happened because you don't get those type of acknowledged moments in movies. Right. Like, you don't. Like, we, we we read so many movies where we talk about, like, uh, if it is about the black man, for instance, the woman has no urgency. Like, she, she doesn't right. she doesn't defend herself. And in those two scenes alone, to me, it's one, her giving a, a nonverbal acknowledgement of, like, hey, you better stop playing those games. And then two, even though, you know, she may have did it as a joke or whatever, but it's still saying, hey, am you talking that crazy shit in my car? <laughs> it's
1: like, right. you know...
0: and. I, I'm very fascinated how they played her. Cause I, I I I was shocked to see her be presented in a way that was honestly with more care and concern than I've seen live action movies give black women. Right. Uh, so I, I, I like that a lot. And the only thing I didn't like, I'm like, man, you about to just show up on no date. First it was two things she did that I didn't think was that I think was gonna happen. One, you can just let some random man you just met play with your kid immediately. Like ain't 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 nobody doing that. Most single moms that I know, they don't hide their kids, but they never bring their kids around the person. They don't want their kids getting attached or having to explain who this who this guy is. You don't know if this guy's gonna be around. Like once this guy is in your life, he is now in your kids' life. We ain't just doing that. I get us a cartoon, but I was like, y'all had me till she did that bullshit. Cause I'm like, all right, lady. I mean, it's
1: based on uh, Robin Harris's true account.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, completely. and I also laughed at the fact that on the date, she just bought three random kids and $20. I mean, that was hilarious. And that's 20. Baby Kate, $20. That's one of the,
1: that's like the pitch line of the movie yeah. is this like, who, who are these kids? And Baby's kids. Like, who,
0: Baby? Baby. Like, <laughs> oh, don't worry about that. That's Baby's kids I'm Like, wait. Don't worry, it? she gave twenty dollars to go to Disney World? Yo, twenty dollars. Twenty dollars?
1: She goes there, it's like two hundred
0: dollars. Bruh. I love that he was like one, <laughs> two. <laughs> no, don't act like you don't want it. Don't act like you don't want it. Yeah, Don't act like you want go ahead, it. Take go ahead Here take. Are it. All
1: the rules. Then the coupons. Yo, and one the of the rules was one of the rules was no introspective thinking. <laughs>
2: Yes, I wrote that down. That was so funny. And then the one right after it too is also very funny. I didn't write it I didn't write that one down because I was still laughing at no introspective thoughts. But it's like you're like not allowed to you're not allowed to go to the to the park and be and exist real. You know, you're not allowed yeah. to <laughs> don't what? have a real moment at this park.
1: One of them was like you can't like you can't be mad at the manufactured fun everyone Yes.
0: Having. Yes. That line I remember. <laughs> there's just yo <laughs> it was that oh line oh my is, god that line amazing. is so good is because francis like <laughs> that line to me relates because again like everybody like people know like i got off of instagram and it's solely because of that it's literally because it feels so fake and forced I'm like this this ain't real this ain't real. and then, in fact that line in 1992 was don't be mad at the manufactured fun that people are having it's <laughs> like come on dude in a kid's movie theoretically a kid's movie
1: yeah um oh my goodness yeah there was so much I mean the kids are crazy.
0: The kid Yeah. There there was a kid so there's so I, un- I, I I bring him up I bring him up all the time. I never say his name cuz he made listen to the podcast. There was a kid I grew up with who always had my back but definitely like this was the kid my mom probably didn't want me hanging around. His yeah. mom knew it cuz he he was bad like he was he was bad as shit. Right. Like again, I haven't seen him that he was in jail. I looked him up and like he was in jail. Right. So, you know, and I remember him being like the kid with the hoodie, and he was, he. I guess he was quote unquote bad, but it was the thing of like, I remember him in particular because there wasn't like a dad figure, but also because he did like one thing wrong once, and I remember that he did one thing wrong once, mm-hmm. he was always labeled as bad. Wow. Like I I remember it. He And it wasn't, th- he may have actually did something that helped someone else out, but he ended up getting in trouble for it yeah. and became like the bad kid. And I remember watching him transition into the bad kid, which to me I always think about Frankenstein. And like, if you read the actual book, um, Frankenstein's monster, the whole point of him was that he was innocent. He was a very kind person until society put whatever they
1: well, they were scared of him. They were
0: scared, and they called him monster. They 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 said mean things to so him. Yeah. They did these things, which made him react a certain way. And I think about underprivileged people like whether they're black whether they're like Latino and you grow up in a world where people just shit on you so much and it's like yeah you, until you're terrible until you, you're bad you react differently you react it is
1: yes you start to believe it I mean like if not consciously subconsciously there's a part of you that's like oh I guess I'm not I
0: guess it's how it is Yeah. I guess is what people expect and and if you don't know anything different because everyone around you is acting that way it's like how do you know to act differently and I was so happy that they had this kid the kid leon in the movie because even though he was different they never called him white which i think like the movie was right. kind of but they never did it yeah because he still was from the hood but they never called him white Right, i like that and i thought that was very interesting i actually thought about too, because you bring that up uh, like when yeah. you grew up and it's just a weird way to di- to divide black people again <laughs> yeah
1: divide black people against each other too i know it's a weird it's the oh man i also wanted to talk that that was great what you just said, but I also remembered very like almost like cavalierly, they like had a scene where he gets pulled over by the cops. Yes. <laughs> he gets pulled over by the cop, and he just
2: so good.
1: He
0: just walks out of the car and immediately puts <laughs> his hands on the hood. And the cop passed him down. And the cop passed him down. It down. he's like, You got any dope in there? <laughs> like and then he goes to the woman. And then she like, and again, he basically tries to hit on um Jamika and she's like, Don't even, and goes to the kids. Uh, instantly, instantly goes to those kids and frown, and this is a night. Yo, I know we say this a lot on this podcast, and again, I will never just demonize all cops, but this is fucking 1992, yo. Like people keep acting like this thing with cops just happened two, three years ago right. with Trayvon. I'm like, this is 92, and in 92, it was old. You know what I'm saying? In yeah. 92, people were tired of it. Like this isn't. And think about how bad that situation had to be. For an animated movie to put that little nugget in it.
1: Actually
2: Yeah. I mean and then the the scene right after this, the second they get to the park, the park security just walks up to Cahill and they're like, Look, we got trouble. Look at this trouble we got over here. He's, and he's drinking from the water
0: fountain. He, anything. He just, <laughs> goes
2: it, to get water.
0: He legit says, I'm it, drinking. And,
1: Hollywood is shut down. All production has stopped and funding for new projects is tough to come by. There has never been a better time to talk through the entertainment industry's issues and try to reimagine Hollywood. And that's what Hollywood the sequel, a new podcast from LAS Studios, will be doing.
2: Listen as journalist John Horn talks to some of the most important and up-and-coming actors, producers, and directors about what we can expect the future of Hollywood to look like. And more importantly,
0: how it should look. Would there be greater representation for women, for people of color, Will there be a return to the small and intimate movie? Will there be a permanent shift towards streaming and away from movie theaters? Are YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts reshaping the media landscape once and for all? Can movie theaters rebound from shutdown with streaming and social distances as a norm?
1: As Hollywood the Sequel asks these questions and more, this limited run series will spark an ongoing conversation about how to use the current crisis as an opportunity to fix the entertainment industry's fault lines.
2: Stay tuned after this episode for an exclusive Hollywood the Sequel
0: trailer. Available June 23rd. Download Hollywood the Sequel for free at laist.com slash Hollywood the Sequel or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's L-A-I-S-T dot com slash Hollywood the sequel. Hey, everyone, it's Big Dipper.
2: And
1: Meatball from Sloppy Seconds, where we literally
2: do it all.
0: We interview some of your fave
2: artists and performers like Shea Coulee and Lauren Lapkus. And Nicole Bayer and Orville Peck and Joel Kim Booster. Booster. And Tony Soto. Do you think that people know who Tony Soto I is? I don't think anyone knows who Tony Soto is. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> we have the frank sexual conversations that you long to hear. Who's Frank? <laughs> <laughs> Never, never met him. We are just two friends screaming and having the time of our lives. Can't you tell from this amazing chemistry? (laughs) So please check out and subscribe Sloppy Seconds only on the Forever Dog Podcast Network. New episodes every Friday.
0: No, but that moment happened. like So when I grew up in D.C., we had a -a 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 place called Adventure World, which ended up being brought out by Six Flags. So it ended up becoming like Six Flags of America. I, mean, I don't know what it was. Six Flags something. But in this scene, it's like when the park ended, you know, was it even at night? I don't even think it was nighttime yet. Maybe it was a Sunday and it just closed early. So like, you know, young people, like we all were in high school, everyone would kind of just chill outside the gates for a little bit. Yeah. Depending on whether somebody drove, we went for parents to, um you know, pick you up. But in D.C., like go-go music was very big. So it was like very heavy percussion. Like if you – like you could technically make like a drum beat on your like with your hands if you just had a trash can right. and like people will start dancing and partying. I never get it, so as this group is forming, no one has done anything yet, like there's no fight, no no loudness, nothing like one dude just starts banging on the drums, and then people come over, and I remember you see the security slowly start like creeping around, and then now people are like partying' like, hey, like people are rapping and shit, and this. Security guards just started pepper spraying the crowd. What? Pepper spraying? These are kids, bruh. These are like, why? We all, we all were because we were conjugating. And it, mind you, I, and again, mind you, it is outside the park a little bit. So people are people are legit waiting for parents. Like it's not even that. It, was, it wasn't even like we're there 30 minutes after the park. First time I've ever been pepper sprayed, people just they just pepper sprayed the whole crew. Oh my there's guys. There's women, there are girls. In this thing, what did they even say? Did they give this What is the thing? I'm not sure because people were partying. Like, right. so people are like, "Hey!" You hear it. So, like, if they did, no one heard it. Right. But they never came into the group. Right. So it was just like when they pulled this kid up, they hovered behind him for a little bit and then like just grabbed him up. In real life, they hovered behind us and just pepper sprayed everybody. Wow. Bruh. Like, and even if someone doesn't pepper spray you and I, you still choke. <laughs> you know, you got a bunch of kids, high school kids, Holy just choking. Crap. And I'm just thinking, oh, again, this movie came out in nineteen ninety two that happened to me when I was in high school in the early two thousands, and it's the same shit, yep, oh uh, God, that was crazy how do how do we how how does the world not <laughs> learn from mistakes of the world uh anyway uh what? what what I did,
1: oh wait, we got we had to talk about the rapping though, oh, the rapping, yeah, 'cause there
0: there were like five rap songs of this there there were there were a lot of raps, I was like. And I I did not remember the raps. I didn't remember that.
2: My biggest issue with it is, I did remember the raps. My biggest issue with it, though, was that the first one is so bad.
1: It's with Robin Harris, right? the first
2: one. Yeah. You know, it's like, Baby's kids. Who is it? It's Baby's (laughs) kids. What? We got. Babies, oh, you mean you, oh, you mean the theme, the theme all, song. With, <laughs> this is now more. This is now more 1982 than the actual movie was. That's <laughs> what it felt like.
1: No, it, it just did. Felt
2: very like, you know. It just that first one I didn't like, but then the other as I feel like they get better as as you go through the movie.
0: I, I the thing is I wasn't the biggest fan, but now that I'm thinking about it, the, now that Johns brought it up, the last two that I remember both had messages in them.
1: Yes, that's true. The last one I really liked. Yeah, the Freedom one? Yeah.
0: They definitely had like a message and I'm like, you know what? I get, and I can't remember the earlier ones, but the last two, I'm like, oh, they were, this movie was saying something. It was trying to say stuff. The movie was saying saying something. It it was trying to, and I mean, that last thing, the last one literally is this kid talking about don't judge a book by its cover. Right. I mean, that's the whole setup. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because if you think about even how they, even how they, how they set that up? They set it up is they put that kid on trial. And his, his defense lawyer is Abraham, Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln,
1: who is telling Ro- you
2: robots, uh, robot, robot, robots, put him on trial.
1: Oh, robot, robots put him on trial. I know. I loved how they had artificial intelligence in this movie that were so woke yeah. that not woke, uh, sorry, not woke in our sentient, context, yeah, but so sentient yeah. that they they like took a baby's kids and they were like, you killed. One of us, we we condemn you to death. They're gonna ki- they were gonna electrocute him.
0: Yeah, they're had,
1: gonna kill him. They
0: had him in water at one point. He in water, Lincoln with with the head thing, with going? the
1: head thing on, hooked up, and the other robot had an electric circuit that like kept buzzing. He was gonna, I mean, he yeah, was going The main him.
2: robot was the Terminator. It was that the Terminator. Was the first yeah.
0: robot, but what's so interesting?
1: They were going to electrocute a kid. I mean, think about what that like. They weren't even being subtle. They were like. Yeah, in our country, we kill black boys.
0: <laughs> we put them on trial as men and kill them. They put him on trial for doing the same shit that the other kids do. Like, not, I'm saying, not the other and kids, but as a like, reminder, the, they're playing I around.
2: This movie as a kid, the only thing that stood out to me in this sequence was that he grabbed his crotch. Watching it as an adult, I was like, oh, my, he's my, my mouth was agape. I could, The <laughs> whole scene, because there's just so it's just like, message, message. Yeah. Message,
0: message. But it's crazy. But no, but that's so. It's so interesting. It's like yeah, like John. I didn't even think about that. It's like yeah, this kid was about to be killed for basically playing around and fucking something up right. at a park But
1: like, he's about to be like Trayvon Martin was murdered for.
0: Technically, we still don't know.
1: Yeah, because he looked suspicious, is, like, the and they movie, were just people try to justify it because he like took a bag of Skittles.
0: But at the end of the day, aren't they Didn't he pay for
1: it? Yeah, I, I was just. It's just him, they just look, sus- I mean, they keep, they, they'll they go back and they'll be like, they justify it with like, he did this bad thing and you're like, okay, and that deserves, that's deserving of murder? Yeah. Like, what are like, we, even what are you trying to say?
0: Like, what do we, like- This the kid kids... deserves
1: to die because he, he like broke a, a freaking animatronic
0: robot? Yo, can I tell you something that's making me mad now? <laughs> the fact that we're having this conversation, this, honestly- all right, the last couple episodes, probably one of the deepest conversations we had about like children and just being honestly like black, black in America right. from a 1992 kids movie. Yeah. I'm thinking about the movies we see now. Like the movie that I thought we we're going to have this kind of conversation was, was Mudbound. We didn't. Right. Because the black people in that movie weren't given the decency to have a human base level. Like they just weren't. This movie about, this movie used a, a, a robotic Abraham Lincoln and a fake <laughs> RoboCop to discuss... And a robotic uh, Richard Nixon. Yeah, Richard Nixon and a robotic bear to discuss how we judge black kids. Right. And it, it's just fascinating to me that these movies nowadays where there are black people, we still don't... It's either about us being beaten down, mm-hmm. like whether it's a slave movie, it's either about us like having to be saved by somebody, it's either about someone having to come to the hood to save us again, but we still never get to the fact that we're humans into yeah
1: i hear what you're saying like this movie did it in a way that was entertaining and fun and it was deep but like it wasn't the crux of the movie. the crux of the movie is just like a bunch of bad kids kids go to run amok at a theme park yeah you know
2: yeah and what I, i i really respect that the movie like the movie doesn't even though they don't do it in a like in a way that feels forced right? Mm-hmm. They still do it in a very direct way. You know, it's very much like, we're not going to shy away from this message. They do even call out that they're having fun in the same way that the white ki- kids are having fun. But like, for whatever reason, they're Bay kids, you right. know, in the, in the derogatory sense. And then also, but I love that it's not just like, it goes back to what you were saying earlier, Jirah, but it's not just like how white people view, black people but then also they have the they, they allow us to have the moment where robin harris goes to the apartment so it's like it's also black people viewing other black people you know it's like it, it it's 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 how everyone judges right exactly
1: because yeah. you go and like I think it's awesome and yeah. and um and when he comes back uh jamika's like this is what i was trying to tell you you were trying to blame Bebe. you were saying oh these kids are so bad because Bebe.'" you know, it's runs amok. Like she's like not taking care of her children, children and raising them properly. Oh, by the way, how come you're not blaming the, the father? And he's like, well, I mean, she had him with that. Fa-. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like all of a sudden it's like, we're putting all the blame on the mom. The mom. Why? It's like the mom at least is trying to raise these kids. And she's probably gone working. You know what I mean? She's working all the time. Trying to raise three children. On probably like with no money like she doesn't have enough money to like feed them you know what i mean it's like it you know and they were try and people were try- trying to blame babe i mean it's that thing everybody's like oh those are baby's kids these are the bad kids and like mm. and it's fun but then the movie also shows you like but at the end of the day like society has like turned their backs like yeah sure there's so- there's personal responsibility to be taken with parents but so this society that we live in has placed the mom, baby and her children in a, such a dire situation that it, it actually sometimes doesn't even matter how hard they work, there's no way they're rising up out of this because everything is stacked against them mm-hmm. in this like really bad way. like they need help and they don't have the help because guess what? All the other people in their community, a lot of them are in very similar situations. They don't have enough, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like, it, you know, man, that moment was so. It was.
0: It, it was tough because you notice yeah. when he pulled up to the house, he looks at the house and goes, "Uh," and he, he makes a comment, like yeah. basically realizing what's happening. And then when you go inside that house, it's a thing of, man, it's so could you. The thing is, they don't actually say the ages, but I'm assuming all these kids are under 11 years old. Yeah, right?
1: I think the whole baby's like three, right? Yeah, he's so, like, so they're all diaper. like small.
0: Could you imagine Two, riding sorry. off a person that young? Riding off their entire life. Right. Like we live, I mean, not like we live to what, 80? And you're telling me at eight or nine, I am now worthless to you? That's, like that's what we do to people. Like That's true. At eight or nine, you're telling me you're... I I they lived a
1: tenth of their life and you're like, they're done.
0: They're done. <laughs> they're done. I got into an argument... At a, I probably brought this up, but I'm gonna say it again because it still pisses me off to this day. At one of these career days, and we were talking to kids and this guy said, you know, I wanted, I used to wanna to be a writer, but then, you know, life hits you and You gotta buckle down. Now I'm a lawyer. So kids, you know, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. I'm like, why the fuck would you say that to elementary school kids? Why would you come into an elementary school and were you supposed to inspire kids and tell them, Hey, you might have to buckle down and do what you gotta do? And it was a white dude saying that to these like black kids. Like you ain't gonna go to the fucking suburbs and tell these kids that they ain't got no fucking hope. Right. Like you, like, you you, literally went into a place where, yes, some of these kids, like, this school is to get inner city kids, get them into college. Yeah. It's a raffle system. The whole point, kids start going to, like, going on college views, I mean, college visits at fourth grade. It's like, whatever. Yeah. So you go into, like, a second, third grade class and being like, I mean, you may want to be, John, you may want to be a doctor, but sometimes, man, you might just have to be, I don't know, a dental assistant. <laughs> like, bruh. No offense with since, but it's like, why would, you, why would you shut my life? Like, why would you, yeah. why would you try to take my shine away like yeah, that? already. Already. And I'm looking at this movie, and I love the fact that it was Robin who judged those kids as well. Yeah. And Chris Rock has that famous joke, which I have thought about almost my entire life from Bigger and Blacker. Is it, no, is it Bigger and Blacker, or is it the one where he's at the Kennedy Center? He has yeah. basically one bit where he talks about there's a difference between black people and niggas. And he's like, he brings it up all the time. It's he big tells big. you the difference It bigger bigger might blacker, be, right? be Bring the pain right? Oh bring the or pain no. You're right it may be, uh, Maybe it's bring the it pain might,
2: It might be but, but maybe I'm going back too far
0: Yeah may, It's definitely an And I'm that like I think big. about that a lot Because what that means Is that we have now Lived in a certain world Where With African Americans my, my, my mom was one of them uh, we made, She made money And then left And my mom didn't judge anybody But like In leaving In my mind It's like When you leave the hood It's almost saying I gotta get a better life I gotta get out of here you know, like, I've done better now, so I'm not, I'm not dealing with this anymore, which is, like, the people who don't have. And then to me, instead of doing that, like, we don't, we don't lift up any people. And it's cool to see that, like, not only do white people judge us, but now because of that judgment, we are now judging each other, and now we got to get past that. Because think about it, like, we wouldn't have all these gentrified, to me, we wouldn't have all these gentrified places if the black people who did make the money stayed. I know it sucks, or maybe tried to help fix it. I know, it's tough. Like I don't yeah. know what the I know yeah. there's no right or wrong, but it's like I know for instance my neighborhood now in DC is not black at all. Yeah, I went back, I drove through it, my boy took me through it, and it was white girls at nine thirty jogging with dogs. <laughs> I have never, I've never forgot the sight of that shit. I was like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, and I'm like, it's super gentrified, and we would never had that. And maybe if, I don't know, we stayed and other people stayed, and yeah. we just like, yeah. But this movie touched on that when it didn't have it to, did. and it t- and it did that
1: with these kids. It also. <laughs> I liked how they had that little flirtation between Leon and Oh yeah and the daughter and the, and the daughter, uh the girl, uh and and like I liked like she kept like hitting him and like messing with him and mm-hmm. then like you know, Jaheel was like, Oh, she's only doing that because she likes you. She likes you, know? you. she wants you
0: to be together. <laughs> and then they kissed and it was like they both were yeah, like. And then she like
1: at the end, like when he when he's leaving when she's leaving the car he's like looking at her like yeah they have a little of, like and then she like hits him again um i remember those days yeah and then like and then you know i will say like the stuff with like robin and Jamika, like it, it was like just kind of that borderline like cool like this is a little bit dated the way like yeah <laughs> men and women relate and like you know it was it was kind of funny though his like old ex like oh know, yeah trying to like you know there with and then and then her friend kept being like you know, but you what, know what means though? right
0: <laughs> he still loves love you it's so i forgot oh, so many lines He's that i died. knew. i forgot that i learned that came from this movie and even when they have that rose battle or just the moms back and forth like i forgot that Put that came from
1: this
0: <laughs> yo that when she threw that lotion bottle i was like that is one of the blackest lines ever yeah. and i love it
1: yeah but uh no it's great and then you know the, the end is just them and like going to
0: vegas and fucking it up i mean can can i can i talk to hollywood then oh you want to talk i mean it's cool okay i mean this is my thing about it it's still hollywood this animated movie came out in 1992 based on a late comics stand-up bit this movie addresses how african-american children honestly from an area that we love to publicize like we love talking about people from the hood and fetishize we love we love it we love we love when people say fleek We love when like little white girls start acting black and appropriate them hence how we got that cash me outside girl we love that shit, but we never try to understand what makes these people tick and you're telling me we've we've come to a point now we have more outlets thank god the shy is out because i think the shy is actually doing a lot of things that um uh this movie attempted to do it's like yeah man we can talk about that just because you're from the hood doesn't mean you're nothing like, it just doesn't. It just doesn't. It doesn't mean you're not smart. It doesn't mean you... This, this is my biggest thing about it. Is that it doesn't mean you have to be exceptional. Like, every time there's a movie about somebody from the hood who makes it out, it was like they were the one black kid who was like the best painter, the best artist, the one who just saw things differently. Like, no, man, we got just average-ass people too who just live day-to-day, day, who just have families, who are just trying to do right by the people around them. And the thing is, this animated movie has done a better job of that than a lot of movies we put out in the last 20-something years. And it's a cartoon movie for kids. And that's a sad, sad thought. Like, and again, I'm gonna bring it up. I think about Lady Bird, you know? Um, I think Lady Bird is a good movie. It's very entertaining. I think that mother-daughter relationship is very cool and interesting. But I've seen so many white girl coming of age stories. I've seen so many white coming of age stories. I, ain't, I like John. Listen, I've seen, I've seen Richie Rich, yep. I've seen Problem Child, I've seen uh, Dennis the Menace. I've seen these shits, and you're telling me I only got this one movie about like legit. I seen First Kid, which is Simba with a white kid. Like I've seen these things. Where's the movie with the black kid? I seen Dustin checks in a white kid and a monkey. You know, like I, there's been fucking three to four Home Alones. I mean, McAllister can't be at least light skinned. You know what I'm saying? Like we we the Goonies. Like how many how many times? Like how many movies does that have to be before we get a kid movie? Where like think about John James. Think about how dope it would be to have grown up and saw like I don't know a group of three boys just doing some silly shit. You know like that were that look like you. You know like I we don't get that shit. Like we we have the closest we have gotten right now. I'm assuming is this goddamn cartoon movie, which a lot of people haven't even seen. Half our audience right now is like. What is Bebe's Kids? Right. How do I find I this? I didn't know about
1: it. I, didn't, I like, never saw Like,
0: w- what is this thing? And the fact that we have gotten to a point where now we're begging for like, as John likes to say, we thirsty for shit. Mm-hmm. Thirsty. I-, I want my little cousins to grow up and see like them do some shit. Like, I want yeah. that. I mean, we had Black Annie, but now people are calling it Black Annie. It's
1: so
0: disrespectful. It's so rude. Be better, Hollywood. And the thing is, it's just, well, all this stuff happening in Hollywood I still feel like no one's giving, no one's giving people of color the full force of a push that they could. I do think things are better. I do think things are getting better. I get it. I see the baby steps, but I'm also like, you could change this quick, man. Not quick, but like next year, for instance, it takes three years for a movie to get green light, production coming out. I be checking some of the famous actors of color.
1: They ain't got that much crazy shit I know, like, I know, it's crazy.
0: But anyway. All
1: right. Well, it's time for the... Co- oh, wait, James, you want to do something? Yeah.
2: Uh, well, you guys, so this is really crazy because this movie came out in 92, right? Yep, yep, But as I was watching it, you know, because there's like a part where like um, they're at the ticket booth and they get tickets thrown at them. And then like at the end, there's like robots that like try to get them. And then uh, Gerard already made an allusion to Frankenstein right yeah where are
1: you going with this
2: this this movie is a prequel to the hancock cinematic universe how? okay how because the tickets because they threw the tickets at him right remember the j- only thing that john hancock had in his pocket was a movie ticket okay
1: <laughs> i, I legit, legit i forgot that i do not remember, I remember
2: correctly if I remember correctly, it's a movie ticket to Frankenstein. Is
1: that right? And
2: then those robots at the end are clearly right. the Hancock Ultron. It's the Hancock Ultron in the Hancock Justice League. This is amazing. We're th- th- we now, what we're
0: like 10 movies deep I thought this was a Marvel this movie. saga. I feel like Hancock then went from being a Marvel it movie is, to a DC it's, it's movie. A, it's a combo of the to two. To like, what? What is the... What do
2: you mean? This is That's what they do. They do That's what comic book movies do. It's like a, they, they have like 10 movies, and then they have like different things about them, and then they cross John, over.
0: John, can you... Um,
2: then they do one with all of them together.
0: John, can you... Uh, can you... Um, all right. You know what I'm saying? Okay, John, for all the people who hit the 15-second skip forward, <laughs> uh,
1: time for wow. the cause. <laughs> We rate and review films, not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. Um, If we think the film fully helped the cause, we'll give it a black fist. If we think it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If we think it didn't help the cause at all, we don't don't give it anything. All right. So on the count of three, we're going to lift up our ratings. You guys ready? Kind of. All right. I think i know kind
0: of i'm gonna reverse it three two one we gave it two black fists what you do james
2: i put up both my fists and my feet
0: all right all right that's that's we don't have that
2: everything's up
0: all right three black fists you won't you uh, will go you might want, want to go yeah, first do you want to go
1: first james
2: uh, yeah, I mean, just everything we've been talking about, I, I would just, we would just have to reiterate the whole podcast in order to say it, but, like, it's so smart, it's so funny, first all-black cast animated film, like, what? Black uh, director and writer, uh, Reginald Hudlin has always been doing his, his thing, uh, and really appreciative of a lot of his work, um, so, like, you know what I'm saying, let's, like, like, like all the, the voice talent Marcus Houston Marcus Houston Batman Immature IMX oh, okay. Marcus Houston
0: I, I love what you called him <laughs> just, I forgot I forgot his music name was Batman
2: I'm saying Sister Sister okay it just every just <laughs> every, Roger the, the move the the, 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 the Roger <laughs> yeah um uh Face On Love just everybody just the voice the, the, the voice talent is is dope and and just, you know, and the messages, they just keep dropping jewels on you, and and it's a kind of movie that definitely stuck with me from when I was a kid till now, and for, it's a gift that keeps on giving, uh, you know, giving it a later watch, so definitely I think there needs to be more and more and more and more and more movies like this.
1: Yeah. I, uh, oh, I gave it a fist. I actually didn't bring this up, but the animation of this movie I really liked, mm. and I thought it looked familiar, and then I looked it up. The guy who... Oh, shoot. I should look up his name. But the guy who did this animation, he created uh the Proud Family.
0: What? Which
1: everybody knows yeah. is one of the biggest, you know, deal. Uh, he wasn't... Wait, was he the creator? Or he was... He worked on. He worked on the Proud Family, I know. Uh, I thought
2: about Proud Family while watching this, so that's great to know.
1: And then maybe not the creator, but he definitely worked on it. He also worked on... Space Jam, some of the animation. in Space oh. Jam. He also worked on the animation in The Princess and the Frog. So like, you know, just him as an ant and he directed the Proud Family move- movie, like the like TV movie that they made. Um so you know, he has a legacy of animation which, you know, which is great. Mm-hmm. And like some of the it seems like he was involved <laughs> with all of the black animation that there is. Wow. <laughs> but, you know, that's awesome. Um And obviously, like Faison Love, like such a great actor. He's been in a bunch of things, and maybe this movie doesn't have the legacy afterwards. But it's such a great movie in and of itself that I was like,
0: "You got to give this movie a black fist."
1: You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, yeah. I I give it a black fist. Honestly, when I suggested this movie, it just first thing came to my mind. And honestly, I did not know if it was going to be good or not. Did not know we were going to like it or we were going to just butcher this movie the whole time. But after watching it, I just think. Honestly, I know it didn't make any money, but I think whoever does watch it, you will feel good while seeing it. And I feel like it's so deep and it just makes me want more things like this. And honestly, it's thinking of it's made me think right now as an adult, how to make a kid's movie. Yeah. Like I, like I feel like like I always like people always like we always talk about it. If we can make a movie, what kind of movie would it be? In my mind, like there's always two genres. Like everyone would expect us to do a comedy, which no matter what it'd be a comedic, but I'm like, what would happen if we ever did like an action movie or kids, like not kid right. kid, but like, yeah, something that everyone could see, something like Jumanji, you a know? family movie, a family movie. And like, it makes me want to make one of those. I really, really want to make one of those. Something where like the adults can laugh, the kids can laugh, and the kids can feel good about who they are. Um. So yeah, that's why I gave it that.
1: Yeah. So three black fists, uh, babies, kids, guys. Yeah. Um. Cool. So uh, if you uh, want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, our handle is at black men podcast, is our website. Uh, you can follow me personally at John Braylock, J O M B R A Y L O C K. A uh, reminder that astronomy club has a show on February 12th at UCB East village in New York city,
0: 9.00 PM, February 12th. Come on out to see that. And that's about it. Yep, you can follow me at Draw Milligan on Twitter. I don't have anything else. But, oh, again, if you're in the New York area, February 5th through the 15th, go on MTV's website or Google Wild and Out. I'll be working there trying to pay rent. Um, Come through, watch one of the shows. We have really good guests. The comedians on there are dope. Um, Yeah, check it out.
2: James. You can follow me at James Third Comedy, Comedy jamesthirdcomedy.com. Third is spelled three R D. If you're in LA the week that this comes out, uh, I'm performing in the CBS Diversity Showcase the 23rd through the 26th. Tickets uh, are free, and um, you can, if you follow me on Twitter, you will find out that info
1: nice yeah and if you rate and review us five stars on itunes we will read your reviews on the air which i'm about to do right now i'm gonna read two and they're both essays <laughs> but thank you guys uh this one is by dirty c410 uh binge is the title i have slowly been i have been slowly binging if that's a thing the show for about a year I deliberately only listen to episodes for movies I have watched so I can fuss slash agree with the conversation and give my own fist. I love this show and your personalities. I hope none of you guys give up on acting. They have all threatened to do so over the years. (laughs) None of us will. I hope James returns soon so he can thoroughly correct Jira, calling actors by their most popular character names. (laughs) I wish you guys would add a segment, though. Could you guys review minority roles slash performances in mainstream movies? Example, the Justice League. In my opinion, the only characters that were enjoyable or at any development were the minority characters/actors. slash Victor was the only character This person what? What's this
2: person's name? What's this person's name?
1: Dirty C410.
2: Dirty C410. I have been saying this since we started recording the podcast so i'm he glad has. to hear that a fan is interested. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i have been asking to do this since we started the podcast
1: <laughs> i know i know we i don't know that's a good idea yeah all right, maybe, right. maybe, maybe, right. maybe maybe the all new right. year all we right. have to be more diligent and keep these <laughs> these shorter yeah we're so try maybe to maybe we'll have that maybe that's what our opening segment should be all right oh yeah maybe. example the justice okay wait he talk, i talked about this yeah victor was kind of the only character in the Justice League that actually had a character arc. The director was initially preparing for standalone movies. Cyborg was not one of them. So now that the movie bombed, they can say they gave the black and brown characters center stage. <laughs> just wonder what you all think about those types of decisions in these big movies Love the show. I mean, I hear what you're saying. That's kind of true, but it's also DC is such a mess that it's hard to really think about it. Super weird. All right. And this, the second one, last one I'll read is just by, his, sc- his name is Disappointed Person. <laughs> the title, though, is hashtag Team DVD Collection. What up? I got into podcasts about six months ago and came across yours. I listened to one and was hooked. Love, heart. Uh, the perspective and point of view is refreshing for a movie lover. The podcast is also entertaining, even though you know some things are coming, <laughs> like the deep voice introduction, the not so drum roll, the transition using the movie title, the swirl, and the Hancock 2 pitch <laughs> laughing face emoji.
0: Hey, what, is he, what does he mean by the not-so-drumroll? Like what is he on? Is he... Your drum roll is not a drum roll. All right. It gives
1: well, me the needed <laughs> chuckle at work when I'm listening. I went back to listen to old episodes of movies I love and I finally caught up. I'm always slightly disappointed when you all hate a movie I love, but I get it. The perspective is rubbing off on me and I watch Men of Honor thinking, is this really about Carl? I think you guys should review that movie. Anyways, keep up the good fight. Tiffany Coco. That is a great point. We definitely should review Men of in- men of honor but it's remember, not about him i do remember liking that, that movie was my a lot
2: movie for a really long time and no it's not about him that's
1: so crazy it's really frustrating Woo! hollywood all right guys um we don't know what we're gonna review next no. week right no i don't think so but we will be back reviewing something and we all know soon
0: and very soon black Panther. it's time <laughs> get your tickets all right get your outfits ready we about to have a yo. That's a, that's well, I'm about a month, to review. I'm month. about to review Black Panther for two weeks. In all right, world. calm down. Even if that shit's bad, I'm gonna be like Wakanda, nigga. That's what I'm all
1: sure. right. Well, we'll see you next week.
0: Peace. That was a Headgum podcast.